Welcome to Hey Educators, Together We've Got This. My name is Erica Terry, and I connect educators and entrepreneurs who are 100% committed to helping each other teach, lead, support, and side hustle successfully. This show is dedicated to providing you with tips, tools, and strategies that you can use to create a life and career that you love waking up to on Monday mornings because there is nothing worse than the Sunday night blues. Nope, we are not having any more of that. So if you are ready to step into the next level of success in your career as well as your side hustle, then join me and let's do it together. Hey, educators, together we've got this. I am your host, Erica Terry, and I am super excited that you are hanging out with me today. When you reflect on your life, I'm sure you can think of a pivotal moment when you met someone and they inspired you to make a change. Class from the CEO podcast has allowed me the opportunity to connect with and collaborate with some wonderful educators. But it was Katherine Stark and my interview with her that totally changed the trajectory of my business. I initially recorded this interview that you're going to hear today for the Classroom the CEO podcast, but it was during this interview that I realized that our mission as educators extends far beyond side hustling to create a better life for ourselves. It was during this interview or probably afterwards when I was reflecting on this interview that I was just like, oh my gosh, like I have to create a community for educators that are empowering other educators because that's what I got from Catherine, right? And believe me when I tell you that that's what you're gonna get from her today. I am so excited about this because I've been holding on to this for a long time. Um, So you're gonna hear some references and you're like, wait, she said in November, I've been holding on to this interview because I knew as soon as I hit the stop button and we finished recording, that this was going to be the start of something brand new. So without me meeting Catherine, without recording this interview, there would have never been the Educators Empowering Educators community. And most importantly, hey, educators, together we've got this podcast would never have been birthed. Catherine, thank you so much because it is your words, your wisdom, and your story that inspired me to create a place where all educators could come together and totally be committed and dedicated to helping each other achieve success. So thank you, and I am super excited to share my interview with Katherine Stark. OMG, Catherine, I am so excited to have you on Hey Educators Together. We've got this. Thank you for joining us today. Oh my gosh, Erica, thank you so much. I am loving everything that you're doing. So this is just a special treat for me today. Thank you for having me. Oh, and it is a special treat for not only me, but all of our listeners, because your journey in education has been amazing. So (laughs) kind of um, give us just a little bit into how you got started as an educator. 
Sure. So I am from a family of educators. I, I think it's a definitely a gene sometimes you get. My mom is one of eight, seven girls and one boy, and six of the eight went into education, uh, either as a principal or a librarian. My mom is a teacher. And so I basically was teaching and playing school from when I was a little girl. I started my first tutoring business when I was nine years old, oh, wow. uh, teaching four and five-year-olds how to read. Wow. So I okay. obviously have been uh, doing this a long time, but I, I always wanted to be an elementary school teacher. I went to college, Longwood University, specifically to be a classroom teacher. And my very first job was a second grade teacher in inner city, Richmond, Virginia. I taught second grade, first grade, went back to school full time while teaching full time uh, to become a reading specialist, ended up teaching third grade, being a reading specialist and a district coach um, and a literacy consultant. And all the while of doing that, I ended up writing my first children's book and starting a, an educational publishing company on the side. <laughs> oh, wow. So let's back up just a little bit because you went through a journey that many of us educators go through. So we go to college, we start teaching, and then it's like, okay, now I have to go back to school so I can <laughs> add on these certificates. Um, so I did the same thing. And so yes. tell us how you went from that. I'm going to be a literacy consultant to I'm starting a publishing company. Like <laughs> what was that transition like? So, you know, I, when I was teaching first grade in inner city Richmond, I realized that the reading issues in my classroom were certainly not unique. Um, our country has a problem with reading education, urban literacy education, illiteracy rates in America. And I, I saw that firsthand. And so I said, I need to go back to school um, and get my master's in literacy and culture so that I can be a better reading teacher. And when I was teaching second grade, I had to teach all these particular standards and content um, that my students could not read. I mean, they were reading significantly below grade level. So I started telling stories and writing stories for them to learn the vocabulary and be able to read basic words and knowledge. And that's where Amy's Travels came about, my very first children's book. And I wrote it to teach the seven continents because my friend Amy, who was my college roommate, it's actually her story. She grew up on five of the seven continents and um, her, her story is a lot more exciting than mine. And so I turned that into a book, originally just told the story to teach the continents and move Amy around the world map. And my students were like, whoa, okay, you know, this makes, this is a real person and this really happened. It started to make sense to them. Um, and so I ended up saying, cool, this book has to be everywhere because no matter where you live, you're teaching the seven continents. So I created a publishing company originally just to bring Amy's travels uh, to life, to fruition, and then to market it and share it with schools around the country. Wow, that is so amazing. We talk about here at Classroom the CEO all the time how important it is to take 
your own, we call them teacher problems, right? Mm -hmm. So those problems that you're experiencing as an educator, solve that for yourself. And then that solution is what you can then turn into your business, right? Absolutely. So almost going from teacher problems to like this entrepreneur. And that's that. I mean, that's exactly what happened. Yes, exactly what happened. <laughs> wow. So I love that you were able to take your own problems, right? You came up with the solution. You were writing a book for yourself that mm-hmm. ended up being like the foundation of your first, and I'm going to say your first business yeah. because you have definitely created multiple streams of income. And so kind of take us through your journey. So you're writing this book Mm -hmm. um, for yourself. Mm -hmm. You end up realizing that it's a tool that other educators could use. And we're Mm -hmm. all about empowering our other educators to achieve success, right? And so tell us about that journey of moving from, okay, I'm doing this to help myself to now I want to empower power other educators? Well, I mean, honestly, the the premise of the book made it so no matter where you live, you're teaching the seven continents. It's part of curriculum in Australia. It's part of curriculum in America. So I ended up creating lesson plans to go with the book. And I started out, and remember by day, I'm still a reading specialist. I'm still an elementary school teacher. So this is all nights and weekends. Where I'm just, you know, emailing and pitching and sharing um, what this book is and how it can be used. And so on evenings and weekends, I started being a guest speaker for, you know, school literacy nights or for book fairs. I ended up speaking at a lot of educational conferences. And my whole premise at the time was called Teaching with Trade Books. So how you could use any children's book, favorite picture book to teach a concept. So not just a reading comprehension concept, but also something in content, you know, geography, plant cycle, whatever. And I started doing that. And I had people come up to me and say, oh, you know what? I, we really do need book, a book about, you know, recycling and this, that, and the other. And people would pitch ideas to me and, and I would be able to say, I, I agree. We do need that. And that's marketable. Let's do it. So on one side, I was, you know, meeting more educators who wanted to share a story and write and publish a book. And then on the other side, with the whole concept of teaching reading with trade books, I was helping teachers understand how to help their children's reading rates increase um, with engaging text. So that led into me doing a little bit more literacy consulting than publishing. And from there, I was able to, you know, work with um, the University of Chicago and BCU, and I've been able to be an adjunct professor and travel around to failing elementary schools, train teachers how to teach reading, and help these schools become fully accredited in reading. I love it. I love it. Um, Wow. Like, I'm so blown away because you were able to take this issue, this problem that you were struggling with in the classroom, you Mm -hmm. came up with a solution for yourself that you then kind of branded because now it has this 
whole kind con- like you turned it into a teaching strategy, right? Mm-hmm. That you were able to take and help other teachers take it to the college level. Like you were really able to take this one concept and use it to build your business. And as you engage, because we talk about the importance of actively engaging as an expert. And so as you engaged, you began to hear problems or, you know, even solutions Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. other educators were bringing to you. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like that's when you kind of made that decision that you were going to turn this into a publishing company. Exactly. And, you know, underneath the educational publishing company, we still publish other educators' uh, children's books. We do literacy consulting for schools and organizations. And I recently uh, published my second educational book called A Touchdown in Reading, An Educator's Guide to Literacy Instruction. It's literally a how-to guide to teach reading at any grade level, uh, remotely and in person. And that's a follow-up to a book I originally wrote with the help of 45 contributing uh, writers and experts called Tackle Reading. That was more written to really help families understand how to promote a love of literacy at home. And with that tackle reading, I, uh, I had the opportunity to be a literacy advocate for the Washington football team and be a guest author. And I saw how engaging uh, some kids are with sports, specifically reluctant uh, readers and uh, many times boys. And we created a summer reading program with some uh, school districts around Virginia, really, really focused on motivation. So tackle reading came from that idea of like, okay, I, I people keep asking me when I'm going to write a book that, you know, shares my tricks and, and my tips. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't just want to do another jargon filled book. I wanted a book that anybody could pick up and read. And I wrote it specifically for parents. And we ended up creating, uh, now we have had four years of an annual tackle reading day supported by the NFL to really promote reading in school communities around the country. Oh, I am so inspired. Like, (laughs) (laughs) wow, like you have truly taken what it means to be an entrepreneur. We talk about creating multiple streams of income. Like you have taken it to another level. Um, And I am loving it. I mean, partnerships with the NFL, like that is unbelievable. Um, And so there is so much to glean here. You are sharing so many, uh, so many nuggets. Like, thank you so much. You are (laughs) inspiring me. Like, there are no limits. That's what I'm getting from this conversation. Like, there's truly no limits to your success when you continue to walk in purpose and you continue because everything you're doing is about empowering others to achieve success. So whether it's empowering students to learn how to read, Mm -hmm. empowering teachers to learn how to teach reading, Mm -hmm. empowering parents to engage their students, right? And, or their children and get them excited about reading. And Mm -hmm. it's, 
wow, I am just totally blown away, totally blown away. Well, no, thank you. And you said it exactly right is, uh, you know, our company's mission statement is to motivate, support and inspire children, parents and teachers. So exactly what you just said and everything that we do, partnerships that we create, um, new projects that we add underneath our company always goes back to that. And it's always based around the world of literacy. Yes. And so what I want our listeners to take away from this is the fact that it's so important. Like we talk about coming up with your empowerment statement, like Mm -hmm. how are you going to empower others to achieve success? And as you heard Catherine say, everything that they do, every product, every program, everything they do is aligned with that mission, Mm -hmm. with their empowerment statement. So Mm -hmm. that is amazing. So as I am listening and learning from you today, I am hearing someone that um, had a teacher problem, used it to create multiple streams of income over, I don't know how many years it's been, um, but What advice would you have for someone listening right now that's teaching and they have this desire to turn their knowledge and experience into an online business? Like what advice would you have for that person in the classroom right now that's still trying to figure out like how to make their mark in the world? So here's the thing. So I did start my publishing company November 2005. So Amy's Travels turns 15 this fall. We're celebrating her quinceanera. It's a Latina, uh, example of Latina children's literature. So, um, you know, between... Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So between, you know, all of that time is when I'm constantly like reinventing, changing, adding, you know, making things better. Like there's so much work to do. And I, I think that is the advice that I always share with fellow educators is there is so much work to do and there is so many holes to fill. And I truly believe that the experts in education are educators. So I am not a fan of, you know, a philanthropist that just give us educational policies and say, this is what we need to do. I'm not a fan of business leaders that think that they can turn schools around. I would love to partner with these individuals so that we can use financial resources and talk about um, innovation while bringing teacher voices to the table. I feel Mm -hmm. like that makes the biggest difference. So when we're thinking about education right now, it is Different. I mean, honestly, in a century, right? Um, in this mm-hmm. pandemic, the last pandemic was a century ago. Think about how much education has changed. But there's actually so many parts of education that literally are the same for the last 100 years. So I always say, how can we make something better? How can we make something more innovative? And mm-hmm. so many times. Schools and teachers, unfortunately, are following this like one size fits all. And this is what we've done. So we're going to keep doing this. And that's not going to help us get better and not make us move forward. 
And so whenever there is an educator that is trying to be different and trying to, you know, make a difference, those are the people that we need. And those are the ones that will always help us turn something around and make it better. So not being afraid to try something. Um, I will tell you this, no one can argue with results. And so when you try something and you're getting positive results and increased engagement and, you know, great success, then that's when people are like, you know what, what did that teacher do? And that's when more change starts to take place. I love it. So focus on solving your teacher problems in an innovative way. And as you're doing it, collect that data Mm -hmm. to prove that the strategies and solutions that you are implementing are working for your students. I love it. Exactly. Um, So so for those listeners that want to learn more about Catherine Stark and the Stark School and Amy's Travels and the publishing company and Uh, the partnerships, everything that's going on with you. Let us know. Where can we find you? Yeah, uh, you can easily find me. um, Catherine Stark on all social media platforms right under my name. K-A-T-H-R-Y-N. I, of course, had to spell my name, you know, uniquely. Um, (laughs) And then my website is creativemindspublications.com. And truly, Exactly what you said, like I always am loving sharing new things that we're doing, but then also connecting with fellow educators to see like what we can do together um, is one of my favorite things to do. Thank you so much for joining us today. I know I learned a lot um, and definitely can't wait to get this inspirational message out to the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. OMG, I was so inspired by my interview with Catherine. But here's the thing. Inspiration without action will leave you in the exact same spot that you're in right now. And I know that you're here listening to this episode because you want to not only be empowered, but you want to make a transformation, make a change in your life. And so to do that, you are going to have to take action. Here are a couple of action steps that I want you to take. Step one, Catherine inspired me to create a free community that's called Educators Empowering Educators. And I want you to be a part of it. It's a private Facebook group where we have these conversations plus so much more. And so in order to join, I want you to go to www.educatorsempoweringeducators.com forward slash join. That's action step number one. Action step number two is I want to be able to hold you accountable. And I won't be able to do that unless you tell me the exact action step that you've been inspired to take after listening to this episode. And so I want you to DM me at Erica Terry CEO and tell me what action you're going to take so that you can create a life that you love waking up to on Monday mornings. Catherine has shown us that you can take exactly 
exactly what it is that you're doing every day and not only turn it into a profitable online business, but you can inspire and empower others. You can have brand partnerships with the NFL. The entire time she was focused on empowering others. And as long as you use your unique gifts and talents to do that, I promise you that you will create a life you love. Thank you so much for joining me. I so appreciate you. And I am glad that we are here together because together we've got this. I will see you next week.